This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Rico Daily. I'm Adam Clark Estes. And if you're someone who uses Spotify, the arrival of December is a big deal. It's not just because you can finally listen to all your favorite Christmas music without the judgment from the never-before-Thanksgiving people, though that's certainly part of it. But December is a big deal in the Spotify world because of Spotify Wrapped. Dude, Liam, I just saw your Spotify Wrapped on your story. You renaissance man, hell yes! It is that time of year again, my friends. Spotify Wrapped has just dropped. I listened to 561 different artists, but one, one stood out. My top artist, the GOAT, man, Kanye West, bro. Top 0.5% of listeners this year, bro. So Spotify Wrapped is this global sensation that like clockwork goes viral. Meet Kelly Pow, who recently wrote about this fun-filled tradition for Vox. Spotify shares user data about how much music they listen to, what music they listen to most, and sort of quantifying that into statistics. She's here to help us unwrap Spotify Wrapped. So, Kelly, where do we begin? Back in 2017, I think I was lying in bed. I was just relaxing and all of a sudden my phone just started blowing up. People were texting me screenshots. You know, I'm the top 1% of Frank Ocean listeners. Did you call me from a seance? Or SZA is my favorite artist. Good day I was just like, what are all these people talking about? Where are they getting this information? And that was when Spotify rap dropped. And it was just everywhere after that. And do we know what kind of data Spotify tracks in order to build these playlists? Is it just the songs that we listen to? It's where and when and how we listen to the app. If you open Spotify in a different browser, it has access to the cookies. And it's your gender. It's your age. It's your nationality. It's. Um, your location, your IP address, so a little bit of your like sort of class, socio-demographic background. Um, it's a lot more than just your music. Spotify has essentially tracked users and wrapped it up, I guess, no pun intended, to become this eye-catching graphic. It's a lot like Instagram stories. You sort of click through it the way you would in an Instagram and they play the music that is relevant to you and what comes up in your stats. There's a bunch of little captions that try to be sort of relevant to internet slang, I suppose. This year there was an aura aspect to it where they tell you what genres your music falls into in moods rather than like actual music genres. 
Mine was, I think, dance and energetic, but others are like longing or romantic. And there's like a little Polaroid where all the little colors are supposed to coincide with that. I feel like I've been doing this wrong. I think of Spotify rap just as a playlist that I listen to of my top songs, but there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, it also comes with a playlist, but there's there's a lot more to it than that as well. Tell us about your playlist. What was on it? It was a lot of Solange. It was a lot of Cleo Soul. There was also SZA. There was also Frank Ocean. It was predominantly women, which I thought was interesting, and women of color. There were some songs that I had accidentally played trying to go to bed and just playing all night, and so that made it on it, some like orchestra music. (laughs) The stat that I was intrigued the most by was that I was in the top 0.05% of Indigo D'Souza listeners. I've I've been on Spotify since Spotify came out in the U.S. And I have been doing rap, not doing it so much as like listening to the playlist at the end of every year. But I've I've fallen so deep into the Spotify algorithm that I don't even know the names of the artists anymore. I just like know the songs. (laughs) So, Kelly, did you share your playlist? I did. And what's the appeal of sharing your Spotify rap playlist. Yeah, I think the enamoration with Spotify wrapped attests to how personalized algorithms have become a useful tool on behalf of consumers to construct a certain sense of self online. So sharing the statistics that Spotify wrapped shares with you allows users to be a specific type of person with specific taste on the internet and sort of perform ourselves like a brand. Got it. So if I love Ben Folds and Ben Folds is number one on my Spotify wrapped, By sharing that on social media, I'm telling the world something about who I am as a person, that I'm someone who likes singer-songwriters and the piano. Do I have that right? Or how did scholars that you spoke to for your story explain it? Right. So the scholar that I spoke to used this term called dual strategic persona, which basically describes the change in consumer consciousness where consumers increasingly understand that what they post on an app or online is tailored to them and constructs a certain digital persona. And on one hand, that digital persona is inherently manufactured and performative. But on the other hand, it's not completely alienated from who they are. What happens after that is that brands also have a rise in consciousness where they can see consumers maybe wanting to be a little bit more intentional with where they're investing their money. And maybe that looks like sustainability or having the same social values. So now it's becoming much harder for consumers to understand what it is they're investing in. And Spotify Wrapped is one example of how the true product is concealed by distracting very specific packaging. I totally understand how tracking music on a music platform doesn't sound murky because for a lot of people it's even like a benefit because then they're getting recommendations that are tailored to them and that they like. But I think it's important to remember that Spotify, first and foremost, is a tech company. There's this quote by Richard Serra that goes, if it's free, it's because you are the product. And I think that's a really particularly apt way to think about what's happening with Spotify wrapped. Kelly, what is... Spotify do with all this data about you? So Spotify takes that data and it capitalizes off of it. The information that they're tracking, it actually is circulating within this larger sort of digital ecosystem of data brokering. So that information will go to advertising companies, to advertising technology companies. And that information really moves in this whole sort of supply chain of information. 
companies kind of think of that information like gold because it can tailor their ads to you more specifically and it generates AdSense. With this context in mind, what does our love of Spotify Wrapped tell us about ourselves? I think our love of Spotify Wrapped really shows the ways that personalized algorithms have become embedded in our sense of self. I think it's a tension that on one hand, people are quick to sort of gloss over. It's like, oh, music tracking on a music platform. It's what they want to hear. But I think on the other hand, people do kind of know like, oh, this this should concern me, but I don't want it to concern me because I like the information that it's revealing about me. And I like the, the self-branding that it can build. And what are the implications of that when consumers become the product. And I think it's worth stopping to pause and examine what cultural or psychological consequence there is when consumers are just consuming themselves. Kelly Powell is a writer from New York City. You can find her work in places like The Cut, Elite Daily, and Cool Hunting. Her article about Spotify Wrapped is at Vox.com. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Macon and engineered by Paul Robert Mouncey. I'm Adam Clark Estes. See you tomorrow.